Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Our uh, red-white report's also going to include some SEC football today because Craig Sankey joins us now, the commissioner of the SEC. He's in Little Rock, going to speak to the Rotary Club of Little Rock. Greg, welcome to Into the Zone. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Sunny day here in Little Rock. Happy to see you with you and look forward to my, my visit today at lunch. Yeah, we always enjoy having you in Little Rock, and uh, I know you, you like getting into the capital city of Arkansas and visiting some uh, some of your old friends from time to time. What, do you, what, what's the, uh, what are you going to talk uh, to the Rotary Club about today? Well, uh, the way I usually approach these is to provide uh, a summary of the big issues and some details about where I spend my time or my thinking moments, uh, try to clarify what's actually happening around us, uh, talk about what the future may look like, and then uh, always try to leave uh, uh, some time for questions, and, and I decide whether I actually give answers to the questions. That's the fun part of it. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of questions people have for you these days. I mean, we can start with the college football playoff. Uh, was that a good thing for the SEC? I believe so. Um, I believe we have the opportunity to engage the nation in the playoff, which is helpful to all of us. We need college football to be strong, not simply in one region, but throughout the country. Uh, for our conference, I think it, it magnifies the intensity of competition through the entire year. There have been those who have opined that somehow this expansion diminishes the regular season. I think that fails to take into account that the 14 playoff, when your team has national championship aspirations and you enter early November and you're not ranked or you're ranked you know, 10th or 11th or 12th, you really have no access to that, that final four group, that, that CFP four. And with the interest in college football, which has continued to grow, we need that, as I said, throughout the nation, but also throughout the season. So I think that can help us. We've got a number of teams finish fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, who would access the playoff in the future. It keeps teams in the in the hunt for something special, even longer into the season, and provides still a way to determine the true national champion on the field in college football. You know, I kind of look at it like uh, baseball with the added wild card. The NFL, you know, they add playoff spots. There are more fan bases excited at the end of the season because there are more teams that have a chance to make it into the playoffs, and those games become even more important. So I, I don't see why it wouldn't be the same thing for college football. No, I, th- I think that's true. And when when this whole process for considering playoff expansion began, really in, in 2019, uh, there was a clamoring, a desire uh, from others to see playoff expansion. They wanted some level of access. For the Southeastern Conference, based on our stature and our success, uh, we weren't pressing for that expansion. Yet as the process began, uh, we were the kind of collaborators uh, through the discussion, the dialogue, the consideration of over 60 different format uh, styles or formats themselves uh, we were part of it, and what was produced was a 12-team playoff that balances the opportunities for conference champions, 
to be honored and valued, but also to increase the number of at-large teams. And, and I think that draws people in uh, throughout the season, but particularly in the month of November as we head towards uh, the end of the regular season in college football each year. We're talking with SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. He joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. A lot of folks around here are interested in Texas and Oklahoma, a couple of at least Texas' old rival that uh, Arkansas played for years and years in the Southwest Conference, and now they'll be joining the SEC. The question is scheduling. When when do you hope to have a uh, model out and uh, a future schedule for fans to, to talk about and to get excited about or complain about? Had I, yeah, that's a good list of fan approaches of things, right? Um, yeah. When had I had I spoken last year with you, I would have pointed to our spring meetings in Destin, so late May, early June, and we were poised to make that decision uh, a few months ago. But in we, when we looked at the, at the overall landscape of college uh, athletics, college football in particular, as we're talking about the football schedule. Uh, we thought it wise to take some time to gather more information, both information from others, watch what happens around us, see what would happen with the college football playoff, uh, visit with our media partners, dig into our own policies uh, based upon a focus on a single division format that would rotate teams through our campuses with greater frequency. Uh, We've engaged in that work and, in fact, are still engaging in that work and learning to inform our decision-making. Looking forward, you know, we meet by video conference uh, every other week, uh, so decisions could be made on a video conference we gather in person uh, later this fall. Uh, I'm actually comfortable letting this play out a little bit um, because we're still seeing some potential discussions or or movement around conferences. during the summertime, the Big 12 commissioner was brand new, spoke about uh, being open to conversations about the timing of Texas and Oklahoma's transition, which is still scheduled for all our purposes for the 25 football season. Um, we also want to see what actually happens with the college football playoff and the opportunity to expand for the 24-25 season, either of those or both, uh, knowing that 26 is a target date set for us. Uh, by the CFP Board of Managers. So all of those those kind of data points are, are really important to us and and will help us move forward. But uh, I would put a finish line out there, uh, not in weeks, but maybe in the months ahead. And, and by the way, if we expand beyond an eight-game schedule, so we're at eight games now, we're looking at eight-game and nine-game formats, the sooner we make the decision, the more advantageous that is if we have, as we have to adjust on conference schedules on each of our campuses. Are you naturally a, a patient person? That depends. Um, it depends. Um, I've, I've had to learn some patience in a different way. And while we don't want to think back, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, when I kind of w- walked through the summer of, of 2020, we were being pressed to make decisions. When are you going to make decisions would be almost an aggressively postured question towards me in, in June and July. And, and I had laid out a timeline through that summer, and we used a couple extra weeks to make some of our decisions. And, you know, the realization is everybody wants answers and they want them now. Uh, our responsibility is to make really well-informed decisions, and the longer you take, you don't want to 
you don't want to be in a, an analysis by paralysis or paralysis by analysis situation. In other words, you're, you're trying to gather so much information you never decide. We understand eventually you make a judgment, but uh, just like we did in 20 uh, with with playing the seasons during COVID, and just like we've seen now, the ability to use time is advantageous uh, with some level of frequency. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey with us. Is 16 the right number for the SEC 16 teams, or is there another number? That's the only number on my mind. You know, we're obviously at 14 now, so I focus on the 14, but the, the addition of uh, two, uh, and in this circumstance, Oklahoma and Texas, is an enormous task. You know, just the, the effort to think about scheduling across the board, not just in football, but in every one of our sports, uh, needs to be done thoughtfully. Um, to simply say, well, we want to go to 18, 20, 24, uh, really seems inconsistent with who we are. Uh, I think our fans uh, look with great anticipation towards certain games. You mentioned at the beginning the restoration of the rivalry with Texas, which I've experienced uh, twice in Fayetteville, Fayetteville uh, 2004, uh, as I recall, and then last year. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a big deal, the ability to, to add Oklahoma. Uh, on schedules. That, that's a really big deal. We want to do it well. And, and simply saying, well, we want to go to 20 fails to acknowledge uh, the need for really a, a philosophical consistency among our members that's supporting across the board, high level uh, college athletics programs that aspire to conference and national championships, but also uh, universities and university leadership that will be aligned. Uh, on the matters in front of us, be they in higher education or in college athletics. And I think you've seen, you know, dating back to the addition of Arkansas and South Carolina in the early 90s, uh, how well that's worked over time. Uh, a decade ago, or a little over a decade ago, the additions of Texas A&M and Missouri, and now Texas and Oklahoma, those were really well-considered uh, uh, you know, expansion opportunities that built uh, consistently who we are. Uh, we stayed in contiguous states. You know, our longest trip in the future will be from Austin, Texas to Columbia, South Carolina. And now in football, we pair South Carolina and A&M up every year. So we've added, you know, 80 or 90 miles of distance. That's very different than a number of our colleague conferences have done in their expansion. And, and we think that's really kind of a big picture description of why 16 at this point works. Now I'll add... In conclusion, I'm, I'm very in tune to what's happening around us, um, and we want to continue to be well-positioned as a league, but we're not out on the recruiting trail, if you will. We had Hunter Yerchek on the show yesterday. He spoke at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, and he is very proud, as he should be, of what's going on at Arkansas with not just football but all the sports. From the outside looking in, what do you see, when, uh, or what do you think when you see the Arkansas Razorbacks in the athletic department? Just that um, a, a broad, uh, a, a broad athletics department with success, uh, really in in every sport or nearly every sport. And I was asked this in an interview actually uh, during the game in College Station I attended on Saturday. I was asked about you know how, what what I think, what I look, and 
what I, what I look at. And, and I look at Hunter's leadership. You know, there have been some great leaders over time, the ability to have spent uh, any number of visits with, with Frank Broyles was one of those rewards for working in this this endeavor. Um, the way Hunter's built uh, his team and the camaraderie and the support you can see across sports um, is really encouraging. And, and I think a, a great example of leadership. You know, I go to, to the softball program, and we just had a softball coaches meeting yesterday and, and what Courtney has done since arriving uh, to take over a program that was at the bottom of the conference standings and now has in consecutive years won two regular season championships. I think that's a real tribute to the support, uh, to the interest, um, to, to the vision, uh, a little bit of patience, but also the high expectations that exist at the University of Arkansas. And, and you see that across the board. And uh, I really give a lot of credit to the, those leading sports, so the coaches, but also to the way Hunter's created uh, a common vision to both unite um, the, the leaders of those teams, the coaches and the support staffs and the student-athletes, but also to unite the fan base behind the University of Arkansas. It's been really fun to watch the last few years. Arkansas has a couple big games next two weeks, A&M and Jerry's World, AT&T Stadium, then Alabama the following week in Fayetteville. Will we see you uh, in the next two weeks? Uh, we may. You know, I'm trying to make up my travel schedule. I have been in the first three weeks of the season, but also week zero. I've attended nine games, and uh, when you travel that much, you, you we have some really important meetings coming up with athletics directors and presidents. So I'm trying to balance game attendance with uh, the real expectations of my work. So we'll see. Well, we hope we catch up with you. I appreciate your time today, Commissioner Sankey. Thank you, and I hope everything is uh, great at the Rotary Club and you enjoy your uh, trip to Little Rock. Thank you. I'm, I'm certain I will, and it's a beautiful day here and appreciate the opportunity for a conversation.